All right, let's go. All right, all right, uh, Cindy, you, you've got, you, you really liked Roddy Roddy Piper. Oh, I love, I like the whole thing of wrestling, and I got to tell you, they've been having a run on them on A&E. I love watching them. I tape the them. The biographies of them. The biographies, uh, yeah. the rivals, the, the story of WrestleMania. Uh, you know, I just the other day, the Bella Twins versus uh, Vince McMahon's daughter. I mean, you know what? It is really entertaining. Well, Roddy, he he, he come from the streets, eh? He was he was he was, bo- he was from born in Saskatchewan, yeah. and uh, what a pig, I think, eh? No, he was born in Saskatchewan. Yeah, and um, he. Uh, Kind of had a rough life, and he ended up on the streets of Toronto, and was living on the streets, and was homeless for a while. So he 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 had a rough life growing up, and well, then he got into wrestling, and then things yeah, took he, up. he was he was a Scotch. He used to wear the kilt all the time, eh? and play the bagpipes. Yeah, he he actually did play the bagpipes. I often wondered that. that no, really that was, was him. him, eh? Yeah, he really played the bagpipes. <sighs> Boy, he was tough. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that. He used you to put on a, a great show. You were in a bagpipe band, right? I was in a bagpipe bag, band for uh, let's see. I think about uh, eight years. I was a quartermaster. A quartermaster. I and made you sure the everybody had uh, everything goes right. You, you know me. And the tenor drum. I played the tenor drum. A tenor drum is a lot different than the snare drum. That's right. Uh, tear drum. It uh, uh, snare drum. You have to twirl the twirl the thing. You're the fancy ones. You're put on a show. Yeah, we put on a show. We were four of us. And you know that's dying out, eh? I saw a pipe mm. band the other day, and they didn't have any. And everybody used to come to watch us. That's right. You're and showing. Here, 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 the, here, the, here was the bagpipers take about five years to learn. And, you know, they'd be in the background and everybody be watching us. We were the guys with the funny. Yeah, but you have a funny story of Roddy Piper. So do you want to tell the story? No, you tell you. I, I was going to tell it, but uh, it, it's a it's a really funny story. With Tommy Knight, our producer of, of uh, the well, show. He was our floor manager. Your floor Tommy, manager. Floor whatever manager. Whatever it was. So. What happened? This would have been late 80s, early 90s, and wrestling was at its height. Oh, right? yeah. It was really big. And we would do with the Don Cherry Grapevine television show. And so that people that, you know, in the States might not have heard of it, we, we went for 13 years and we were a live television show in front of a live audience that we would interview hockey players. And we had Joe Frazier. We were Joe, one of the first. We were the first ones that were on. So. One day, Tommy Knight was a floor manager, and Tommy Knight, a floor manager, is a guy that kind of runs, he talks to the producer and director and kind of runs the yeah. floor, and, and he was always talking to you and everything. So one day, the show was wrapping up, and we were, I was talking to Tommy, and he's, he's about my size. He's about 5'6", five, 5'5", five, 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 six. He goes, he goes, you should get a wrestler on. And I said, yeah, that would be really good to interview a wrestler. Yeah. And he goes, well, you know who I know? I go, who? He goes, I know Roddy Roddy Piper. I go, really? He goes, and he's Canadian. I go, wow. He goes, and we're doing a, sh- we're, you know, they were televising a match in, uh, at Maple Leaf Gardens in a couple of days. And he says, if you want me, I'll ask him. I've got a good relationship with him. So I said, yeah, that'd be great. So, so the day comes and Tommy Knight's in the dressing room. Rowdy gets his own dressing room. And the other wrestlers, like the undercard, they have, they're all in the one dressing room. And Rowdy gets his own because he's a star. 
and Tommy's putting a monitor in there so he can watch the, the matches. And Roddy comes in, hey, Tommy, how's it going? And Tommy goes, hey, Roddy, how's it going? And they're, you know, just chatting away. And he goes, um, do you ever hear of Don Cherry? And Roddy goes, oh, yeah, I know Don Cherry. Yeah, Hockey Day in Canada. And he goes, do you know the Grapevine Show? He goes, oh, yeah. He goes, I watch the Grapevine Show. He goes, yeah, I know what's going on. He says, uh, they were wondering if you want to come on as a guest. Roddy Piper goes bananas. Go figure. He goes, I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. You don't can't tell me what to do. Nobody can tell me what to do. I'm my own man. And he starts picking Tommy up. Now, Brody's, you know, he's oh, big. He, he was big. He starts throwing Tommy around the dressing room and opens the door and throws him out the dressing room. Oh, my God. And he hits, you know, how the, and he hits the wall. Yeah, yeah. So a guy named Billy Red Lyons, who was kind of the guy that was running the, the wrestling in, in Toronto at the time, sees Tommy and he goes, what's going on? He says, geez, I asked Tommy if you want to come on the Grapevine Show or Rowdy, if you want to come on the Grapevine Show. And he threw me around and was swearing and threw me out the door. So Billy Red Lyons says, well, that, that's unacceptable, Tommy. He says, uh, I'm going to take care of this. So the match goes on and everybody's done and the building's emptying out. And Tommy's kind of putting stuff away and... Billy Ray Ryan goes to Tommy, he says, uh, Tommy, Roddy wants to talk to you. So Roddy goes, he goes into the dressing room and Roddy's kind of sitting there. He goes, look, Tommy, he says, you know, he goes, I, you know, I, when I, you know, I'm Canadian and when I come up here, everybody has their hand out and everybody yeah. wants something from me. And he says, I, you know, nobody gave me a hand up. I lived on the streets and when I asked for help, nobody helped me. And he says, he goes, it's a lot of pressure on me. And he says, and I don't like it. He says, I get upset when people ask me to do things because nobody helped me. And Tommy goes, well, Roddy, he goes, you know, I understand. He goes, maybe I shouldn't have asked you this, but he says, I, I, I see where you're coming from. Apology accepted. And Roddy goes, apologize? Who the, are you that I got to apologize to? Who do you think you are? And he picked up Tommy, threw him around the dressing room, opened the door and threw him out again. Oh, unbelievable. Well, so we didn't get Rowdy on the show. No, we didn't, get, we didn't get Rowdy on the show, but he was still good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well they said in that, in that whole... Uh, if you watch that biography, you know him. him you know, being Canadian, you, you like to hear that he was the guy that yeah, he, he was the guy that got WrestleMania going because Hulk Hogan said it's easy to be the good guy. Yeah, it's tough to be the bad guy. Yeah. And he was a good. He bad was a good guy. bad guy. He really was. Yeah. yeah. So, so was I was. I listening to your show. I, I got so involved in the show. Uh, imagine Ronnie Piper. We could have had him. Yeah, yeah, well, maybe he would have grabbed you and thrown you yeah, around. Yeah, probably would have grabbed you me and thrown me around. You know what my claim to fame is for wrestling? I groomed the British Bulldogs. Remember them? Oh, yeah. Remember, remember they had a bulldog? Yeah. I gave it a bath oh. in the groommobile. So you're noted for giving a British Bulldog? I think the do yep, British Bulldog's bulldog. How I think was her name was How was the dog? Very, well, bulldog, you love them. I mean, you know, yeah. I think his name was Matilda. I should have known this. I should should have known it. If, but uh, yeah, really, really. Uh, Everybody yeah. loves a bulldog, English bulldog. Hey, yeah. You know, it's, uh, see the mod commercials and. Yeah, very distinguished. So what are we going to talk about now? Well, do you want to talk about the women? Congratulate the women. They, yeah. They win uh, the gold medal in the world championships, 2-1, beat the U.S. That was a good game, too. Yeah, yeah. They, and that, that, our goaltender, uh, Brianna. Uh, and Renee uh, Dibanes, I think it's that's the way you save it. Made some big I, saves at the end there. Boy, did she ever! Boy, she yeah. looked like uh, Dominic Casta kind of <laughs> yeah, flailing around, around there at there. the end. She, at was, the end. she, she shot, topped the puck. Yeah, Brianna Jenner got two goals, and uh, so it was. Uh, congratulations on them. And then I think they're doing they're going at it again in the the fall again. They're going. Yeah, well, you, you know, I hate to say it, but the best when you United States plays Canada, that is that I I really like that. It's well, the, the scores aren't running, getting run up. 
That's yeah, the well, thing, too. You, now, you have a lot of thoughts on uh, oh. women's hockey. Go ahead, Cindy. <laughs> Me, I, I, listen, I'm a I'm woman. I'm not going to say it. Uh, you're not going to say it. I particularly don't care for women's hockey. I don't enjoy watching it. Now, if it's the final game for a medal and all that, it's exciting hockey because, you know, a lot is up for grabs. But I think the whole idea of giving them a league in their own on, is, uh, I don't think it'll go. I, I, you know, I wish it would, but I don't think it's entertaining. And just well, like they're I, entertaining, the United States plays Canada. Yeah, and that's it. But having a whole league, I don't think it would draw no. out the crowds. And no. I, I think. I think we, there's a few things, though, they have to do yeah. to, to get the thing. I think the first thing women's hockey has to do is get the cages off and get visors on. Because mm. when I'm watching, when I see a visor, I'm thinking minor hockey, or a, a cage, I'm thinking minor hockey. You know, yeah, I think college hockey, I think amateur. M- amateur hockey, minor hockey. I think that. And then I think they have to allow hitting. Well, they hit pretty good. When they see a real juicy one coming up, they really... And but that, but that's it's when they illegal, get hurt. isn't it? it they're not it's supposed illegal, yeah. To, yeah. Yeah, there's not supposed but, to hit. But they, get two, they get two minutes. Yeah, but Sweden now, in the women's league in Sweden, they're allowing hitting. And I think they didn't, <laughs> they didn't have hitting because when ho- women's hockey started to get going, there was no... The, 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 the contact sports for women weren't really highlighted. But last night I watched on CBC, this is Sunday morning, last night CBC had that women's rugby Holy smokes, Holy, do they hit? Now that's, that's entertaining. That's a sport. They, do they? You, yeah. That is unbelievable. I know. And how hard they hit. And then the same night last night, there was a UFC and they had women cage fighters. So the whole thing of women's sports not being physical. Hey, rugby is a tough sport. Right. It's tough. It's gone. So they should allow hitting in, in the prof- women's at, at a higher level of women's hockey. You know what, Tim, too? That's a good point. But you know what? I resent watching those, those teams and all that. Why do they have men coaches? And what do they do in the dressing room? Do they go in there when the women are undressing? Mm. I mean, these are the things that cross I, my I, mind. I, I, I firmly believe you're not a... And Tim, you do too. Oh yeah, you're not uh, you're not a woman's. You, 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 it's not a woman's game if you have a man being a coach. No, because there's the guy. You know, you don't want to get in too philosophical, but there's the power. The guy, the coach. Once again, he's coaching the women. Like, the, and uh, that's what I don't get for hockey Canada. It like, used to be a woman. Well, shouldn't they step in to say, "Hey, you're supposed to be promo- promoting women, but women is, in sports." But that's hockey Canada. I know. Well, where? Why don't they do their job? I don't know. That, that, That's that, what's being analyzed now. <laughs> because there's, yeah. Well, now they're getting into, uh, the guy wants to do an audit. Oh, you see that, where all the money's gone. I said gone. this five years ago. I said, now, I'd just love to know what these guys are making. Yeah. I bet you we're in the six figures, Dad. i like to know what oh, they're making. Oh, don't tell me that. Oh. <laughs> oh, those guys in the Hockey Canada? Oh, yeah. I bet you they're making big time big, money. Big money. Yeah. And you know, and no one can understand. Are they a government sub? Are they government? Are they a charity? Are they a foundation? It's very confusing. Oh, I don't want to get into that. That. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I know the women. Can, it was it was a good hockey game for the women for the when the U.S. It's always Canada, a good hockey game. Yeah, in Canada. So we're glad that they won two one, and they'll be at it again soon enough. I, I, well, I have an issue with one thing, too, is as I had a kid in hockey, a little boy in hockey, and I really resented when the girls could play on the boys' team. Well, and I was a big minority of a woman that's saying that, is that I didn't agree with it. And, you know, the, the parents just were in glee when the little girls could play on the boys' team and all well, this. Well, you take the, the girl must have been good. The girl was good. But, but, the girl, but the girl was good. But the point is, you're never going to develop women's hockey if all the little girls that are good true, think that 
that they have to go up against the boys in order to what what would be the word in order to improve and yeah. be challenged just as well. Oh, they have to be challenged. And the first thing they do is jump ship with the girls' leaves. Yeah. And I just didn't so think it was never right. Improve. They'll never improve. And then another thing too is um, the there were some boys on our team. These are nine. Well, these are ten or eleven. They didn't want to hit a girl. Well, I would never hit a girl. No, I would. And playing hockey, you never no. hit a girl. No. No. I don't know. Well, oh, see, then, so what's the point? So you come to the bench, and if you hit a girl, you think, oh, nice, nice hit. Nice hit. Yeah. Nice hit. So then the girls have an advantage, then. The girls have an advantage. As in that. usual. So, Dad, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Spreads.ca. They're a Canadian-owned online casino and sports book. And if you sign up now. And Means use a lot the, to me. Yeah. If you sign up now and use the promo GRAPES. You get 10 spins on the big wheel for big dough. They'll match your deposit up to $500. And your first sports bet, they'll spot you 25 bucks. And football's coming. That's the betting. That, that's yeah, the that's whole heavy, thing. Heavy, is, heavy duty. Heavy duties is football coming up. And uh, So, Dad, I was reading on the internet the other day that John Scott, remember the, the, the big, big guy? guy big guy, with guy, Kessel. Yeah, guy with Kessel. He said that uh, one of the reasons or the only reason Matthews got 60 goals was because of Mitch Marner. He no. says, he goes, something along the lines that Matthews uh, gets his only, as many goals as Marner lets him, or something along that line. No, if, if you remember Matthews, and I think everybody does remember Matthews, his goals were, he, he, he did them all by himself. Well, the first four... When he, the first game he played. Got four goals. They're all by himself. All, all by those, himself. He wasn't and, set up. Yep. And he was one of the guys. He's he's the one guy. McDavid's the same way. McDavid, I wish, would shoot more. If I, if I had McDavid, I would say, don't pass it till, till well, Gretzky never passed it, till, till no, he had he, to. Till he had to, yeah. And anyhow, uh, John Scott is wrong. And I, I hate to say that, John, because you're your big guy. Or you, where, where, where do you say that? I it was on a podcast or something oh. like that. He was talking about it. Anyhow, but, but yeah, wrong because uh, Matthews did. He did most of his goals were by, and he yeah. He just he just gets he the just, puck and, and hammers it. He just it. zinged it, and he did it by himself. So, Dad, you want to talk about a player that maybe a lot of people don't know, but you remember as a a, a pretty good hockey player. I remember Bob Golem, and uh, boy, he was from Georgetown. He wasn't too far from here. And uh, and he played 650 games. I wrote I wrote this out. Uh, he played with Chicago, Detroit, and uh, Toronto. And I remember when he played for Toronto, he could block shots. He was the best block shot. He used to commit, but he knew when to commit. And he boy, he could block the shots. And and he he spent three years in the Navy in his prime time. You know that you know in During the, the second war. Second World War. I just like to talk about him. And. He he won three Stanley Cups, which isn't too shabby. I I just I, I just I just think he's. He, you know, the, 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 I know I was watching some of those old games that on Leaf TV that's not on anymore. The Leaf, Leaf yeah. and Raptors TV. They, they I stuff. used to watch that. I must have watched that overtime. Goal. I always watched to see what game they had on. If it was with the old Bruins. No, it was the same one. Oh uh, yeah, no yeah, kidding. <laughs> yeah, it was the same one over and over and over again. I mean, I used to watch it over and over and over again. Uh, it was a championship game. Right. Yeah. Right. Like I, and so they're not having that anymore. They can't cancel it. Yeah. You know what they tried to do with that, though, Cindy? What the Leafs were trying to do? They were trying to... They Their plan was to try to be like the New York Yankees. Like the New York Yankees own 
the television station that they're on. So all the revenues goes to the Yankees, right? That's why they're so rich. That's why they can. And I think that's what the Leafs wanted to do was slowly start getting some Leaf games on the regular season on there. Got it from TSN, eh? And then what happened was, well, TSN and Hockey Night Ken Sports. And that's the, one day we'll talk about Rock'em Sock'em. And you don't know the quagmire of who owns the rights. The NHL says they own everything. The Leafs say no, they own the Leaf stuff. TSN says we brought we we you know and and, and Hockey Night Canada and, and Sportsnet said we, you know we broadcast it so it's ours. Players Association. Yeah. So every, yeah, everybody gets involved. But I think what happened was that that the Raptors and and the Raptor TV and the Leaf TV they wanted to start getting yeah. some games. And then you have to buy that to watch some games. And they, eventually they would have liked to have tried to have gotten almost all the games on their TV and be like the Yankees, but it didn't work. But uh, but I was saying was when I used to watch it, you know the one guy that I was really surprised at that could I think would really could really play today was Timmy Horton, how good a skater he was. Boy, you know, they, they talk about Bobby. Bobby Orr was the best at, at carrying the puck out of his end, but Tim Horton used to carry his puck. And he used to Not as good as Bobby, but he, he used to – Come out of his end pretty good. Yeah, like he remember could, Gadsby hit him yeah. at center ice where I re, you don't remember, but we had it on one of our Rock'em Sock'ems. Yeah, yeah. Aren't you, can I ask a question? Brooke Aren't is, you surprised of how when you go in to buy a coffee, how few of their stores have a picture of Tim Hortons? Well, I think his wife, uh, if, if if I think his wife had it in the contract, you couldn't put a picture of. No, there's some that do. Oh, do? Yeah, up in Hamilton, yeah. there's some that do have the picture, but nobody knows Tim Horton anymore. Yeah, no. the youth of today. I, I it's told- funny though. My wife, she went. Uh, she went to Shanghai. They have a Tim Hortons in Shanghai. And she says it's more Canadian than any Tim Hortons in, in Canada. Why she, is that? Well, she says like on the door, to open the door, it's hockey sticks. Oh yeah. And there's maple. I don't. She says she didn't remember if there was a Tim Horton, uh, a Tim Horton um, picture. But there was maple leaves all over, and the cups you have have a maple leaf on it, and there's all yeah, stuff. So she says, you walk in, it's, it's more like, you look at Tim Hortons now, they have no maple leaf, they don't have anything, they have other cups. Well, it's owned by American, isn't it owned by American? Uh, well, I, I'm not sure, it was owned by Burger King at some point, I don't know what happened, but she laughed, that's what she said. I said, was it busy? She said, oh yeah, she said, we're lined up to go out, but she says, it's more, can you, they have hockey stuff all over the place, and yeah, yeah. now you never know. Yeah, you never, you never know. know it was yeah. hockey. He but, was a hockey guy. No. But I was really surprised, getting back to that, watching Tim Hortons was, boy, he could really skate for a big guy. And, and, and Gadsby, like I said, the Gadsby hit him at center ice, he was cutting across, and Gadsby, uh, and just snapped as you could hear the, you could hear the, you could hear his leg break all over the Toronto Maple uh, Gardens. Dad, I want your uh, feelings on the passing of the Queen. I just, you know, I think we'll all remember when we turned on the TV and saw that she had passed. It was, it was just unbelievable. I, I oh. Yeah, you never thought she was ever going to leave. No. Why well, was she? Ninety six. Ninety six. Seventy years. Seventy years. Boy, that's. <laughs> I, I I remember when when she got married and uh, when I was a young guy too, and uh, did you ever see her in person? I saw her in person. Now I, I have to explain this to you. I was coaching the Boston Bruins, and I we used to have a morning skate uh, Sunday morning. The mass that they had was at eight thirty, so I you know I get up and I get up I get there early. Yeah, so this was at the Old North Church. The Old North Church, Church in Boston. Now. And- t- Tim, explain the Old North Church. Well, the Old North Church has a big thing in the history of the United States because that's where they, or the British were coming, 
Paul Revere was waiting for a signal on the Old North Church in the steeple. One is by land, which means the British were coming one way by land. Two is by sea, which means the British were coming by, and were he, coming into the harbor. And then he took off and rode. So the British t- were coming. The British were coming. And they're coming by. What were they? Were they coming by land? I guess. I don't know what they did. I don't know. <laughs> Anyhow, I used to go to that church all the time. And so I went uh, at, at uh, morning skate was at uh, around 10, 10, 10, 30. I think it was 10 o'clock. But anyhow, I used to get there at 8.30. I said to him, so, you so know. So used to go in the morning at 8.30 at Sunday and there would be nobody there. Absolutely. It'd be, it would be crickets. There'd be nobody there but dad. Sometimes I'd go with you on yeah. Sunday, but there would be, we'd be the only ones in this big old historic church. Full communion and, the, you know, with the wine. With and- just you there. With just me just there, me, the whole day, the and whole... Year, and week after week, it is when I. So I, you know, I thought hey, I you was, must have felt important. Well, I I don't know what I felt, but anyhow, I went there and I said, "Listen, I." Uh, well, I didn't say that. Didn't say listen. I, I, you know, you go up very calmly, and I said, "You really don't have to do this here mass for me, just for me." And boy, <laughs> I thought he, I thought he accepted right. He said, "Don," and sarcastically. We're not just doing it for you. We're doing it for the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh. Uh, I was stunned. <laughs> so I never said that That's again. That's putting so, you in your place. Boy, did he ever put me in my place. And I remember the queen was there. You got an invitation. Is that I right? I got an invitation. Yeah, I should it was have kept... at the uh, Bicentennial back then. The, uh, in, right. In, uh, 1976 was 76. the Bicentennial of the, of the United States. She came. Yeah, and she came and she sat up at the altar, and, and I, I remember the one thing in the paper. It said she didn't want, want a television set, camera. Cameras, yeah. And sure enough, there was a camera way at the back, and boy, you know, when she was mad. Yeah, and- there's a picture. I remember you had a picture of you and mom were sitting yeah. in each of the, uh, like, there was like little cubicles yeah. for the benches, because in the old days, they had it high to keep the wind out, and you could put like a little coal thing in yeah. there to keep warm. And you were you were about halfway back, and she was sitting at the front. She was not happy. She gave the dirty look at the back there, and at the TV camera. I don't I I don't know why she didn't want it, but she didn't want it. Uh, I guess she thought the old North Church was well. A camera's in a church. I mean, I could see. I mean, she's into the protocol of it. Well, all. the you know Americans I mean? didn't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they did when she was there. They give her. So did she walk by you when she was leaving? Yeah, like... she was a walk by. Wow. I did. I bet well, your mom liked to go. Oh, all she, she, up. she she wanted to go. That's why we went. I know. Yeah. I wish you had kept the invitation. Yeah. I yeah, should've... just like the invitation to Wayne Gretzky's wedding. That you yeah, lost. That was someday we must talk, talk no. about that. And then when you uh, had the ice dogs and you opened up the Hershey Center, you wanted to get a picture of the Queen, and it's you have to go you have to get royal three, permission. Well, you wouldn't you wouldn't think that when you just go out and buy one, but well, no, no, we no. Were going, we we're going to get it blown up, and somebody said, "Well, don't you think you should the British consul?" So we did, and I got a letter back from. Him. I should have kept all these things. Mm-hmm. She said. Uh, any picture you want to put of the queen, you're... Has to be commissioned. Yeah. To... And then Ron, Ron, he, he made fun of the queen in, in Winnipeg, and I yeah, said... Yeah, I remember the old building in Winnipeg. They had a huge portrait. Yeah. Oh, it was really big. It's in a warehouse right now. Didn't you ask the new owner if he was going to take down the picture? Yeah, and they, and, and they thought I was serious. 
And I and he used to say it looked like she got a football on top of her head. And I used to, yeah, I didn't say that. He, I said, yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't didn't Con Smythe and Harold Ballard get into it? Yeah, because it was in the paper to, the other day. Yeah, because uh, there used to be, I, before our time there used to be a big picture of the Queen. Yeah, there was a big picture, and what happened was that uh, he disliked uh, uh, Con Smythe so much, and he knew it would really bug him. I, that's why he did that's it. Because he was, Con Smythe was in the war, right? Yeah, he was in the Second World War. In fact, he had a brigade. We must do a story on uh, Con Smythe. Anyhow, she's dead and uh, 96 years old. That's pretty good. Put 96 if you can live to be 96. Cindy, you always have... Uh, you always boil things down to animals. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow or other, you always do. That's so. what I zero in on. Because <laughs> I thought, hmm, she, you know, she's big on the corgis, well, right? Well, she was big on horses. She could really yeah, ride the horses, horses and, and all and that. Steeplechases. She, she don't get corgis, me, too. Don't get me going on the steeplechases. Been the fox, fox. Anyway, so yeah. So they, she used to breed corgis. And they, uh, she stopped breeding them in 2015. And they said to her, why have you stopped breeding them? And she said, because I don't want any of them left behind. Oh, yeah, that kind of yeah. sad. Yeah. And they were, they were talking about the, do the queen's plate. And they said, are you going to change it? Because the protocol is they're, they're oh, going to change yeah. it to the king's plate. And they said they don't, they're hesitant because she was so involved with it. Yes. And she came a bunch of times. She, yeah. So, you know, the guy was saying, I know that's protocol, but he says it's going to be a tough t- for us to change the name to the king's yeah. plate. So they should keep, keep it to the queen's plate. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they should. Well, anyhow, she was a she was a, she was tough boy and you didn't fool with her. Yeah. And nobody fooled with her in Boston when I was there either. <laughs> and I remember she used to give she was giving that camera that dirty look. Boy, she was she was tough and that's why I liked her. 